What's going on? What's going on, everybody? We are here back with another episode. I go by the name of Desmond Bonet. Go by the name of Lade. And this is WTFU, brought to you by the Blue Light Lounge. This is episode what? Four, no, five. Yeah, episode five, episode five. Five? Yeah. So, like, way more than that. Um, Before I get to the guests, if I could just kind of jump straight into the main topic, you know, if that's cool, if that's cool. Do you? All right. Um, It's unfortunate, especially now at this time, at a time like this where women are still being treated wrong. The experience of the woman is felt across the world. Being not only a woman, but also a person of color makes that experience that much harder. Today, we have yet another young woman who we used to work with, my little sister, super, 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 super mature. I tell her all the time, like her, her mind state is just, it's, it's where a lot of people's um, need to be. She can't pinpoint her talent to just one thing, which is why she's an expiring young mogul who speaks her mind on any important issues she is passionate about. Welcome to They Fired Us, Ms. Victoria Marie to the show. Yeah. Topic of today, um, before we even jump into it, I just want to read the definition and it'll kind of explain why, you know, we wanted to dive into it. Topic is sexism on and off the workplace. Prejudice, stereotyping, or discrimination typically against women on the basis of sex. Sexism in language is an offensive reminder of the way the culture sees women. Facts, facts, facts. I think... um. We've been going back and forth with the whole on and off the workplace, you know, and it seems like it's going to be just a just a trend for us on our podcast because there's something that Desmond and I noticed that is imperative that it has to be talked about, you know, and it kinda it kinda clashed with the whole Black Lives Matter movement by accident. We didn't we didn't intend on doing it. You know, we, we just had the premise of showing our experience with everybody and then boom, Black Lives Matter happened, you know, boom, we're, we're seeing all these other stories, you know, about, you know, sexism in the workplace. And we're like, wait, whoa, like, are we, are we ahead of our time? Are we, are we, are we on point? You know, this, this is something that we have to talk about. And it's, 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 it's an eye opener for us that so many people are speaking up and talking and sharing their experiences. So, you know, we thought it not robbery to have not a yada, uh mogul, that's the word, right? Mogul, yeah. you know, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A good friend of ours, you know, talk about her experience, you know, and how she feels related to this uh, important topic of sexism. Before we even start, you know, with that, how you feeling? How you been going, you know, how you been doing going through everything lockdown quarantine like just i mean it's tough well i can't say it was tough i think because i've always been a person that just stood home and like did nothing i don't got many friends to chill out so i feel like it wasn't a big deal to me i think what really caught me is that i was forced to stay home more than just me being it just because i choose to stay home that's my decision but me being forced is completely different because i feel like the more i was forced to stay home Funny thing is, the more I kind of wanted to go out and just have a breath of fresh air, but I couldn't do that, obviously. But I feel like now that everything's dialing down, things are 
sort of starting to get back to normal. It's a little more refreshing to go out now, even though we require a mask. I think that's my only downfall with the whole coronavirus thing is the mask situation, just because I have asthma. So me wearing a mask outside, especially during summertime, it's torture. I hate it so much. But you can't even go into a cab without a mask on. You can't go to supermarkets without a mask on. These stores require you to go to with a mask on. So it was like, no matter how you see it, even if you explain to people, like, listen, I have problems with my lungs, I have problems with breathing, they're not going to yeah. get it. They're going to be like, you know what, you still have to wear it. Yeah. So that's the only thing I just dislike about the whole entire thing. Other than that, though, it's been calm. I mean, nobody in my family, thank God, has gotten it. Um, my grandfather, I think, gotten it maybe, I think, two months ago. He passed away a couple weeks ago, actually. So RIP to him. So I think it's just the whole thing has taken a toll on a lot of people in general. Like, it's not something that came and people knew about it. Like, this shit just came out of nowhere. And I think that's what made it a lot more harder is that it's not, it wasn't a warning. It wasn't like, oh, yo, there's something coming. Please stay inside to prevent it. It was more like it, it already was here. So. Yeah. It's crazy because I was actually just watching a video last week and my thoughts is different now, I guess, hearing it from somebody that I know. When I first seen the video, it, it was a white lady, a Karen, complaining about the mask. She didn't say exactly what um, medical issue she had, but she just kept saying she has a medical issue and she can't wear the mask. You know, watching it, I'm like, bro, just put the mask on, but it's different kind of, you know, hearing about. You know, yeah, there's a lot of people in this world that have like different types of respiratory problems. It's just like, it's not pinpoint to one thing, but I feel like the most common thing, especially with, because I feel like anybody at any age, I mean, I've had an asthma since I was a baby. So I feel like it doesn't matter what age that you are, anybody can have asthma. And I think that a lot of people like tend to forget, like there's people out here that have breathing problems that even if you put on a mask, that's like so thin you still can't breathe in it. I mean, it's like 80 degrees outside in New York, you know, it gets super hot. It could reach almost 100 in New York if it wanted to. Right. So I think wearing a mask, people tend to forget that certain people just don't do it. Elderly people who are supposed to wear a mask, some just don't do it because it's extremely hard to breathe. You're wa wa uh, walking up a flight of steps, that's so hard to breathe in. I'm 20. I be, I'm, I'll, I'll admit it. I'm out of shape. I woke up a freaking flight of stairs. I feel like I'm about to pass out. So imagine that with a whole mask on where you feel like, damn, I can't even breathe. So. Yeah, yeah there's, been, there's been a lot of reports and studies done talking about how, you know, the mask actually is bad for, you know, you know your mind. It, it, it cuts off, you know, oxygen. You know, it shortens, it shortens, um, it shortens the blood. Um, you know, from moving properly. Um, there was a post that Queen Aisha had posted that you see um, her and Clarence wearing the mask, but you don't see uh, the baby that she just had. I forgot his name. You don't see him wearing the mask. A lot of people yeah. were telling her in the comments, like, yo, why doesn't he have a mask? But doctors say it's not recommended for a child who is three and below to wear a mask. Like, it's not recommended because they can't breathe in it. Yeah, uh, I think I just posted something on my on my Instagram about that as well. Like young kids, they should not be wearing a mask. I don't think we should be wearing a mask at all. You know, I mean, if you're not a doctor, if you're not, you know, in a medical field, if you're not doing any kind of construction or food service, 
kind of thing, then you shouldn't be wearing a mask, period. You know, mm -hmm. but I mean, you know, the government, you know, throws these little jabs at us and right. what do we do? You know, we like, okay, yes, sir. Yes, you, you know. I mean, they put a requirement to walk into half the stores nowadays. So it's not like if we want to go somewhere and we take it off, like, no, you have to wear it in order to enter certain places. Yeah. So it's more like it's not even like an option because I'm not going to lie. At first, it was just like, we recommend you do it. Now it's like, no, you have yeah. to do it. Yeah. Facts. See what I was just about to say too, because I was confusing within the last, I was confused within the last week because um, around where I live, most of the stores switched it from mandatory to, we, it's not, it's not an obligation, but we recommend it. So if it's not an obligation, you know, I have my mask, but it's in my pocket. I'm walking, it's, it's not, I'm not obligated to. I still got approached as if I'm supposed to do it. Like, and then I directed them to the same sign, like you just said, but I guess everybody's just kind of trying to navigate and figure it out through here. But I think it has a lot to do with the fact that a lot of these places are opening and, you know, the government is basically saying, listen, if you want to stay open, then you have to have people wear a mask. And I think certain companies are like citing like, okay, we know it's not the best to wear a mask, especially people who have breathing problems. We know it's going to be super hard for them. So they're saying we recommend it. We're not going to force you, but that's how they trick you. They'd be like, we recommend it. But as soon as you walk in, they're like, you're supposed to have a mask on. Yeah, facts. And even living here in New York, there's millions of people here. It's just like, how are you going to check to make sure that everybody doesn't have corona or this certain group has corona? Like, it's, it's, it's going to be impossible you know, and they're like forcing you to get tests now. And personally, I'm not taking the test, man. Like, have you seen a document of what they do to actually test you? They put the Q-tip, it goes it's it's, all the way in the nose. Yeah. I a flu shot. I want to say since my first year of high school, maybe, or before I got into high school. And mind you, in middle school, they actually used to hand out this paper that said, your child cannot come to school unless they have the flu shot. Like that, that was a crazy thing. A lot of students, a lot of kids are not allowed in, same thing as daycare. You're not allowed in daycare unless you have a certain amount of um, shots for the, for the child. What they, um, what's, the, what's the name of that thing? It's like a, well, mine's was like a yellow pamphlet. And that's, that's what has to be filled out. And you got to have, like, give that to the school. Your parents ought to give it. You had the same thing? It's, it's like a list of like, uh, I don't know. I'm, I don't know if I'm gonna say it right. Immunization shots, I think they are. Yeah, yeah, that's the. That's it. That's it. That's I haven't gotten a flu shot since I was like basically before high school, and I still won't get it. I feel like the first of all, flu shot may be sick, which it makes everybody sick, but it's like that type of sickness really does get to you. Like you're basically sick to fight off another sickness. I'm not gonna get the test done. So you guys can see whether or not my antibodies are strong enough just for me to get sick. It's like, no, I'm good. It's too much into the, the dynamic of getting tested for that, that I'm like, I'm not with it. Unless I know for sure if I have symptoms and I have it, that's different. But if I don't feel like I got it or I feel like I'm not going to get it, I'm not going to go and waste my time. So that's going to be a whole nother podcast, but it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a money thing. You know, they basically... They, they want us to get sick. They want us to stay sick. That's, right. that's basically all it is. There's, there, was, there was a post put up, not a post, a story put up where a woman stood online for two hours to get tested. 
but her moms got a little restless or whatever, so they left. They never got tested. She got a phone call the next morning saying that she tested positive. Like, what are you talking about? Nobody tested me. Yeah. So it's, it's like a whole thing, man. But today, like I said, um, you know, just the whole topic of – well, I don't even want to say topic because even today I've seen something. It's the whole situation. A woman that was – I speak on a lot of shit when it comes to the show. This one, I'm going to send it to Lade so he can see it and if he want to speak on it. But this one is like, it's, it's really that difficult for me to even speak yeah. on it. And well, the fact that it involves a woman is even more crazy. Well, we've been talking about women and women rights since we first started this mm-hmm. podcast, you know, because it's something that we strongly, strongly believe. So you don't have to send it to me, you know, like, I'm for women rights. I'm for equality and justice for women across this whole world. Yes. You know, so if you choose to mention it right now, go right ahead. Right. Um, let me start by saying this, even though it shouldn't even be like an important thing. I don't know how old the video is. There's a video circulating. And the first thing you see in the video is a um, Confederate flag. There's a young teenage black woman being hung. Uh, yeah, I've seen this video actually not that long ago, and not gonna lie, I fucked up my mood. No hanging at all, period. It's all bad. Mm-hmm. But the fact that it's done to a woman is like, it's just the fact that all of these things are still going on. And even though I'm personally proud about the protests and everybody speaking up and some of the laws that have been passed. There's still a huge part of me that's that's disappointed because I feel like, and I'm gonna just say the world picks and chooses the things they want to fight for. I've never been one to use the term black on black crime because I don't believe in it. If you live in the neighborhood where there's only that, of course that's gonna be the fucking crime. That's all that there is. Same way, you know, white people don't use white on white crime. There's no reason to use that term. It comes to a point of just being a human and having a certain level of compassion. You have to have a certain level of evilness to do that to anyone, let alone a helpless woman. You know, you know I mean? uh, yeah, I didn't, it's, it's, it, it goes back to the whole, and, and I said this in the other podcasts, it's just like every day it seems like something new is coming up to the surface you know we had we had Vanessa you know who was in the army and because she said no to this guy who was trying to um to prey on her you know him and his girlfriend chose to and 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 you you can't even say kill you can't even say murder like what they did to her it was inhumane it was horrible yes Exactly. Like, how in your right mind thinks that that's 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 even feasible? Just because a woman said no, she's not interested in you. Like, I, I would never understand that. You know, like, and Desmond and I have said it before. If a woman tells us no, cool, cool. That's it. Cause that's the only time where I'll accept someone calling me pussy. Yes, I'm pussy. If a girl tells me no, I'm scared to go further. That, that's, 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 that's it. That's what makes you guys different from a lot of men in this world. Because a 
lot of men in this world, it, it ties down to the topic, it ties down to sex and it ties down to the double standard that women have to face every single day. Men, if, if a person comes up to me, if a man comes up to me and he's trying to holler at me out in the street and I say no, he's still gonna try. If I be like, I got a man, most, most of them back off and be like, all right, she got a man, but some of them still try to carry on. As if, if a woman was to approach a man in the street and they say no, the man's gonna come at her like you're thirsty, you're thirsty, you're thirsty, but God forbid, you know, a man does it and we call them that, we're a bitch, we're bitchy. We ain't even all that all of a sudden. It's a very big double standard. It's like even young boys do it. I've witnessed young boys do it. I've witnessed young boys tell other young boys, stop acting like a girl. That stems, like, think about it. You have somebody as a young child saying, stop being a girl. Because why? Because women are known to be a lot more emotional than men are. And God forbid if a man is more emotional than a woman, then he's considered a bitch. That's really, that's really what it ties down to. Young boys at such a young age are taught in their head that when you show emotion, you're not as big of a man as somebody who, as a man who doesn't show emotion. You can't show emotion nowadays. God forbid that you do. And I think that it's so idiotic for anybody to be like, yo, stop acting like a girl. Whether as if another man to another man or to a boy to another boy, be like, yo, you have to man up. When you say, yo, you have to man up, grow a pair of balls, it's more like you're showing that, listen, you're supposed to be stronger. It's showing like the masculinity that men are supposed to have, but why can't women be strong just like a man? Yeah. In the workplace, it ties in. There's a lot of sexism in the workplace because why is it that women who are stern, women who know what they want, women who are just really good at their job and set their foot down in the workplace, they're considered bitchy. They're considered bitchy. But if a man, they're, and let alone they're not well-respected, because if you have a woman in charge and majority of the floor is, let's say, men, they're not going to respect her. They're literally just going to be like, she's a bitchy manager. She's a bitchy boss. Whereas if you have a man in a room full of workers who are men and he's stern and he puts his foot down, it's him just doing his job. It's him just being basically the man. Like it's him basically being the boss and he's well respected in that area because he's so stern. It's a very high double standard, and I don't think people realize it. I feel like a lot of men don't realize it, and it's honestly not your fault, but it's more like people don't see, like, a lot of people consider it minor sexism, but to yeah. us females, it's not minor to us because why would we want to feel any different in a work area? Even in school, it happens in school too. It's not even just work, it's in school. It's literally everywhere that you go, there's a very big double standard in families. In families, it's a very big double standard. Why is it that men are praised if they lose their virginity? But if a young woman loses their virginity, it's like a sin. It's like, we're the biggest hoes in the world. We're like the worst people ever. But men, it's like not a big deal. If you have a son who loses his virginity, you're gonna dab him up and be like, yeah, that's my son. If your daughter, God forbid, loses her virginity at a young age, it's like, oh, he literally a huge ass problem. It's a double standard in families. It's a double standard in work. It's double standards in and sexism in schools. 
it's literally everywhere that you go. Would you would you say that um well this for this for both? Would you say that sexism is kind of subconsciously taught from a young age? Yeah, absolutely. I think that even some parents don't think like they don't even know that they're teaching. They're let's say because in reality, men do go through some sort of sexism, just not as much as women. So I don't want to say that men don't because they do, but majority is women. I feel like at such a young age that people fail to realize that what they're teaching their son is actually a lot of sexist things, a lot of double standards. And when they get older, it's because at such a young age, they were taught this, it kind of stays within their beliefs. It stays in their mind. So they're older when they're older, they basically end up teaching their kid the same thing. It's like a cycle. You teach one boy, the next boy um, has it. When he grows up, his boy's gonna have it. It's like a cycle. Literally, yeah. it's like the way of life, the circle of life. You teach one, and within that circle, everyone's gonna know eventually. And when is it gonna stop? It's not. Because there is a lot of men in this world that believe that women are as weak as men. There is a lot of men in this world that don't feel as women could do the same thing as men can do. I mean, back in the OG days, women weren't even allowed to have normal jobs unless it was like a housewife job. That plays into stereotypicals today. A lot of I was women, just going to mention that. <laughs> a lot of women today, you know, assume that they need to be a housewife. Same thing as men be like, no, my wife's at home taking care of the kids. This is, and let, let me just say it. Why is it that as a woman, I carry life in me for nine months. If I want to work after I carry nine months in me, I'm fully capable of doing that. Why is it that men have, and this is the thing, a lot of men think it's just them being a gentleman, but it's not. It's because this is what they're taught and this is what they see. How is it that after nine months of carrying a kid, women aren't supposed to work, they're supposed to just stay home and take care of the baby and the man goes to work? Why is that? Because at such a young age and back in the OG days, that's what happened. Women had babies, women did the housework stuff, and men went to work. It's the same thing that happens today. Literally, men say, after you're done having the baby, you know, I'll just go back to work, you just stay home and take care of the kids. Why isn't it the other way around? If I have the baby, I'll leave breast milk in the refrigerator, however, because I know some women don't breastfeed, I'll just leave something for the baby here, I'll go to work, you take care of the baby. You'll yeah. never see a situation like that. Yeah, you won't. You won't because I think it, it for the guy. You're absolutely right. It shows a sign of weakness. You know, it shows that it shows that the man is not able to provide. It's just like what you said. I, w I was just gonna mention that. Like growing up, um, I was taught, you know, that the men were the hunters. Mm -hmm. You know, like you know, the hunters went. You know, they got the food. You know, they 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 build the houses, et cetera, et cetera. And the woman, you know, spend the time, you know, um, cleaning, right. cooking, serving. And I think that's been going on from the beginning of time. Even, even if you're talking about slavery and stuff like that, like the women, they were, they were cooking, they were breastfeeding the masters, you know, uh, kids, they were making the clothes, they were hemming, they were, they were doing all of this stuff. So now, in the time where they see that, you know, wait, I can do the same thing as men, you know, and there are women out there who can perform better than men. They're like, yeah. yo, I can do these things greater. You know, you see it in, you see it in sports, you see it in, um, 
you see it in sometimes even um you see it in the workplace you see it sometimes in trade like in mechanics and engineering sometimes women are you know a lot a lot more progressive than men you see sometimes in engineering with math you know sometimes women are just smarter in, than men you know so there has to be uh, a fine line where men and women can see each other on the same board yeah. and say you know you know you do this thing i'm gonna do this thing we're still gonna make it work you know together and i think that's a lot of friction right there because just like um the mogul said that even in the even in the workplace even 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 when men you know it's is a majority of men and they see a woman you know they they they'll definitely throw her to the side you know and they'll definitely ignore her or they'll approach her in a sexual way and that's the only way that she can advance and move up in the company, which should not be, you know, yeah, which, which should not be, which is unfair, which is injustice. So I totally agree with what you just said, totally. Just like, for example, I experienced one time that, you know, in our job at some point, you know, one of the managers, which happens to be a male, had told me to get something from downstairs, right? And for some weird reason, this person also proceeded to be like, you know what, I'll tell so-and-so who happened to be a male, to go down and help you. Last time I remember on job description that I filled out, the job description and application that I filled out, it said, you should be able to lift, bend, pick up at least 50, 50 pounds, you know, worth of stuff. I can do that. I can lift 50 pounds and nothing. So if I could able to do it, why are you telling me I'm gonna have so-and-so who happens to be a male to go downstairs and help you out? I don't need their help. It's literally minor things like that that they don't see what they're doing. Maybe they do, maybe they don't, I don't know, but it's little things like that, that it's like, yo, it's sexist. Like I'm fully capable of taking a package from downstairs and bringing it upstairs. Why is it that I need a man to help me downstairs? I don't need his help, just period, point blank. It's just a very long stem of sexism basically everywhere that you go. And I think it's something that just needs to be stopped. Like it's annoying. It's very offensive. And I just feel like as a woman, it's embarrassing because I know if one day I have a kid and ends up being a boy, I'm gonna raise my son to understand like, listen, just because you are a man, a boy, you're gonna be a man one day, doesn't mean that women aren't capable of what you're capable of doing. Everybody's capable of something. It's just the opportunities that are given. Women don't have opportunities the same way men, men do. Same thing, for example, men feel, especially in school areas, men feel some type of way and they consider it very sexist for statistics to say that women are a lot more smarter and they adapt more than men do. Why is it that men take offense to that? But if they offend us, we have to learn how to just take it. It's more like once men get offended and once they feel the slightest things, um, the slightest uh, sex, sexist comment about them, it's like a huge ass problem. And I feel like it's such a double standard once again. Men cannot take the same criticism that women do in everyday life. But once again, it just proves women are a lot much stronger. We go through a lot of things that men don't. We have to face everyday life situations. A lot of women can't even walk outside. We can wear sweatpants and a tank top and still get hit on. 
there's a lot of women nowadays that get sexually assaulted just literally for not even wearing anything. And you go to the judge in the courtroom and the judge who happens to be a male, they will make slight comments like, well, you wouldn't have worn that. It's such a big double standard in this world and we have to teach boys at a young age to be better so that when they grow older and they have their own kids, they take what their parents had told them, teach it to their new kids. That's how you stop a cycle like that. We have to teach boys at a young age that this is not acceptable and women are, should, should be treated equal because we are equal. There's nothing that a man can't do that a woman can't do. Period. Yeah. So, you know, oh. I'm bad. Um, Go ahead. I do want to say real quick, that's, that's something that I've personally been on top of like for years. I've, I've always just stood on that because I've noticed that from a young age, knowing that when you, all right, so the way I look at certain things is, is like breaking a bad habit. So if you're 18, 19, 20 years old, this is something that you've been had in your brain. It's, it's a part of your teachings for 20 years. So it's going to take you a little minute to kind of transition and back off of that. So when I kind of realized that and was seeing it just in my environment and people I was around, you know, I've just been real heavy on the fact that it needs to start from very very young like my my nieces my nephews like they they know when they're around me i'm gonna speak a certain way just because i want them to know certain things from very young i don't really worry about being too blunt or whatever because they're kids i just make sure that they know the knowledge and move accordingly like i make sure my nephew knows you don't say certain things to a woman you don't do certain things to a woman like period there's nothing in the world you can say that's going to justify it defend it like it's just completely wrong so I, I just wanted to say that i do um agree with teaching them from very young that way when they do get to the ages of 18 19 20 and they happen to be around somebody that's not you know the way they are they can pull them to the side and let them know like nah you know you can't be doing that right now yeah, yeah. what i was gonna say which i totally agree with you know desmond and what you said is that it's a part of the generation curses that's never talked about you know, um, you know, when we're when we're born, which I mentioned, um, when 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 parents have us, one of their dreams is for us to become better than them. But you know, our parents are so busy with their day to day life, you know, making money, paying bills, et cetera, et cetera, that sometimes they forget to teach us, you know, the basic principles, you know, and they think that we're gonna learn subconsciously, which we don't, or they think that the school is going to teach us and the school has failed us in more ways than one you know it, the, the, the schools don't teach us about this you know the schools don't teach us about finance the schools do not teach us you know how to start a business the schools failed us so it, it's, it's it's more about accountability you know also and holding people accountable it's it's it's, it's, it's people like us you know to have to hold up the flag you know and say yo my man you're wrong right there, man. Generation curses that like 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 we all have to we all have to take accountability. You know, like yes, our our parents, you know, failed us. You know, um, sadly, you know, and it's up to us. You know, and and I think that um, the millennials, you know, and the generation after are doing a great job of saying this is wrong. Like. Like we've been taught the wrong way, you know, like, especially with the whole Black Lives Matter thing, you know, to digress for a minute, because there's so many people 
you know, even, you know, um, that are not of color, you know, like we have white allies that you see, uh, some, no, mom, pops, you're wrong, you know, boyfriend, you're wrong, you know, like, like, this is not right, you know, so we need to bring that same energy that we're applying for Black lives to apply for women now, mm-hmm. you know, especially with so many, you know, women dying. Right. You know, it's, it's, it's totally sad. You have, you, you have the activist who was, who was raped, you know, and, 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 and killed, and it was not killed by the, the enemy, killed by one of us, which should not have happened. You have, you have a, a, a guy who punched a girl in Harlem because she didn't want to talk to you. I mean, it was like, come on, man. Like, yeah. Let me, let me ask a, a real question, right? This, this for everybody watching. All, all, all the males. What makes you think that's going to change her way of thinking? If I walk up to a girl, try to holler, she tell me no, I'll punch her in the face, that's going to make her say yeah? That's going to make her want to come home with me, want to date me? You know what it is? Yeah. Is that men like to feel as if they won. When... When women say no to men, it's almost like a sign of defeat for men. Men don't want to hear no. I don't think anybody wants to hear no. But in a sense, a case like that, men don't want to say, men don't want to hear no. Because they want to feel like they won something. When they hear no, it's like they lost. So what, what other way, in, in what other way can a man do in order to feel like he won something? He, he wants to feel superior to the woman. And in, in a sense like that, it's like a woman's more superior because she said, no, no, I don't want you. No, yeah. I don't want to talk to you. That makes mm-hmm. the woman more powerful in a situation like that. And men don't like that. Men don't like to feel weak or like they've been curved or like they've been ignored. They want to feel superior. They want to feel stronger than the woman is. What way can you do? If a woman gets in a fight with a man, who do you really think is going to win? Men have the tendency of using aggre- aggression and force like that because they know that they're going to win. It's all about winning to them. It's all about them getting what they want. And if they don't get what they want, what's another way that I could show her, all right, I'm the superior one in this situation, not her. That's really what it comes down to. And I think it's yeah. sad that men have to reach so low for, it's, for, for, an, for a point to be made. Agreed. Just to, just to piggyback off what you were saying, I think it also has to do with I think men, and this is, you know, coming from a man, I think with men in particular, they find it difficult to separate certain things in life. And what I mean by that is with a man, they tell you, you know, you're supposed to um, you're supposed to go for what you want. You're supposed to be the leader. You're supposed to provide. You're supposed to take care. So they kind of apply that way of thinking to everything. It's not just one thing. It's to the personal life, to the professional life, whatever it is, job, is they apply it to everything women have a better way of for lack of a better term separating emotions when it comes to certain things like the things that a woman would do in a relationship she doesn't do at work and vice versa with a man that mind state kind of just takes over everything so just to pick back what you were saying i think that plays a big part of it as well a man needs to just figure out when and where to act accordingly it's okay to like I said, I'm a man. It's okay to be strong, aggressive in certain times, stand on something, speak your mind, and do what you're supposed to do. 
as a man. But just like I said in the previous podcast, that doesn't mean that everything you do in the street and how you act in the street, meaning demeanor, your attitude, doesn't mean you have to apply that the same way with whoever you're with. And I think if we get to a place to kind of separate and realize like, okay, I'm a man, but I don't have to be this way with her. And also, just to play devil's advocate, um, certain women have to just be able to also be more accepting of that because everything that we're talking about with, with men being told to man up and grow some balls and things like that, I've met women who think that way and they stand on that. They believe that a man should be a certain way. And with guys, you know, what do most men try to do? We we kind of do things to impress the woman. So if a woman says, this is what I want, you know, nine times out of ten, the guy's going to try to be that. Yeah. I, think that I think that falls back on, because I've also witnessed, like, a lot of women who also believe the same thing. I think that just piggybacks on a lot of how women were raised. Because, listen, I was raised in a, in a male-dominant family. A lot of women are raised in male-dominant families. Some women are raised in just female-dominant families, but I feel like a lot of women that are raised within male-dominant families, they have this approach that men are supposed to be strong. Men are supposed to be the superior one in the relationship. Like, you have this thing where you say, oh, who's dominant in the relationship? It's supposed to be the man. Everybody is going to assume that it's a man. But when it's the female, it's more like, it's more like, damn, so he's not dominant in the relationship. Why is that? Why is she dominant in the relationship? And it's more like women see that and they're like, I don't want a boy, I want a man. But in reality, just because they show emotion or they show a little more emotion than a typical woman would mostly show, it doesn't mean that they're less of a man. Same, same thing with me. I feel like I don't show as much emotion as I would, but obviously my partner does. But that doesn't make me less of a man. That doesn't make anybody less than, uh, as a man. It's more like you should be glad because there's a lot of men nowadays that don't know how to express their emotion without aggression. A lot of men yep. express their feelings with aggression because in their opinion, that's the only way that they show or they know how to do it. But there's other ways to do it because even though there is a such thing as physical abuse, there's also such thing as verbal abuse. Mm-hmm. Like, it's still such a big thing that goes on nowadays. And it's like, men, I think, are held within a certain standard in society, just like females are withheld within a certain point in society. It's like, you have to fit the norm. Men have to fit this norm, and women have to fit this norm. Yeah. um, What I was going to say is that, you know, I think the one word that, I mean, the two words that we always seem to come back to is education and accountability. Those are the two words because growing up, you know, growing up in Brooklyn, it was normal to be like, yo, ma, you know, or normal to say, you know, yeah. And then we talking to, and we talking to a shorty, you know, and a shorty would, you know, either, you know, turn around, look at us, you know, and she would give us that choice, you know, either she'd come and talk to us or she would just to keep it moving, you know, but that was growing up. And as men, you know, I think some of us have to realize that time has changed. Just like how technology's changed, just like how, you know, now we live in the social media, just like how, you know, everything, everything has changed, you know, approaching a woman has changed as well. Right. You know, and, and, and we can't be shouting at women, we can't be saying you're, you know, there's a, a, a right way and a wrong way to a, approach a woman, you know, and I think the more we become um, knowledgeable and accepting 
of that, you know, we can all see eye to eye. Because if a woman is walking and you screaming, yo, 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 now with these days, you know, like, not only can that be offensive to a woman, but in a court of law, you know, that could be, you know, a certain thing, yeah. you know, depending on the situation, you know, so we, we need to be, we need to be knowledgeable of that because especially now for men, you know, there are certain, there are certain um, incidents where five years later, 10 years later, you're seeing all of these women come up and say, oh, he sexually assaulted me, he abused me this this and you're just like whoa 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 like how how did this happen where did this come from this person i didn't expect it to happen from him you know like it's 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 a whole crazy dynamic i think there's certain words that men use that i mean it still goes on today but i think there's certain words that men use to approach women that they don't even know is considered like you know, you're sexually harassing a woman Hey, what are some of the words, you mom? You, yeah, you, like let us know. Yeah, yeah, From a woman, what are some of the words? I feel like a lot of, in my opinion, I, I'm saying based on my opinion, but I feel like a lot of women, if you come up to a woman uh, and be like, same thing as you be like, you're, and you physically come up to a woman, it's more like, hold up, say like approaching them in general is just wrong because I feel like if I'm being approached by a man and stuff, mind you, I'm small. So I feel like if I'm being approached by a man and they're being like, you're, they're walking across the street, they're trying to approach me, I'm going to feel a little threatened. Like, I'm going to feel, I'm going to have my guard and be like, hold up. Same thing as like when men whistle at women. I can't do it because I can't whistle. Maybe one of y'all could do it, but y'all know what I mean. I, I can't whistle either, so. <laughs> you, you can whistle, do it. <laughs> it's that whistle that men that was, do. That was a light whistle. I don't know how to do that. That shit they be doing. That. It, what is? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. There you go. There yeah. you go. So, for example, like perfect thing. Funny how when I mentioned that certain whistle, y'all off the bat already knew what it was. He already knew what it was. Y'all already knew what it was. And why yeah. is that? Because y'all know, because it's literally implanted planted in your head. Like, yo, when you approach women, like, you already knew what whistle I was, I was talking about. Like, when you whistle at a woman when she's walking by, it's considered sexual harassment because it's like, first of all, ill, like it's gross. Same thing as when you be like, yo, ma, come over here. Or you be like, yo, ma, you look good. Same thing as, for example, I'm guilty of the yo, ma. It's like it's like guys coming up to you and they're they're coming from behind you and they look at your ass and then they come to the front of you like yo I like what I'm seeing. It's more like there's there's so many different phrases that men use and different things that they use to approach women and it's like, you know, back in the old days when a man wants to approach a woman it was more like a little boy with like a crush. It was like in the most cutest way possible. We're in a generation now where it's like women are viewed as objects women are approached as if they're objects you have even a lot of men there in relationships that label their wife or their girlfriend or their partner in general as objects they don't treat certain women as like human beings they treat them as objects and i think that stems like if you approaching me you're whistling at me like i'm a fucking dog then you know, what does that show to the rest of the other men 
they're going to see another man do it and be like, yo, that's okay to do. And that's how you get women. When in fact, it's not. That's not how you approach a woman. That's not how you treat a young lady. That's not how you go about things in general. You don't whistle at them. You don't call them out and be like, hey, ma. You don't look at their ass and then approach them and come near them. You don't, from across the street, run towards them. Like, you can't just do that. Women, there's little things that I don't consider little, but other people will consider little. But I just don't feel comfortable being, being approached in that way. A lot of women don't feel comfortable being approached in that way. It's like, and us telling, and us saying no, and us being like, yo, you really have to stop that. It's more like they, they take it as like a threat. They take it as like, you know, something just so negative. I'm, I'm just telling you to stop. I'm just telling you I'm not interested. I'm just telling you that, yo, I have a band. Men don't seem to understand the word no. And I don't understand why. Yeah. Um, no, no, I was just agreeing. Like, yeah. Um, one thing I want to say, before I even say this, let me put this disclaimer. I'm not blaming anyone. Blaming a woman is the last thing I would do. You say that before I say what I'm going to say. I think social media and just the climate of how entertainment is today also plays a huge, huge part. Now, once again, I'm not blaming nobody. There's always going to be strippers. There's always going to be porn stars. These are things that existed for forever as far as I'm concerned. But when I was young, I'm a 90s baby, a lot of things was more, um, a lot of things was more hidden. You had to like, you had to go the extra mile to kind of sneak and get a, you know, a, a magazine or whatever, however you got it, it was, it was, it was tougher to get it. Nowadays, all you got to do is go to Lil um, Boosie's Instagram and you'll see him on live with girls shaking their ass. Now, I know people going to say, I know people going to say, you know, people raise their kids. However, I don't know how old his son is. All I know is I seen one of the lives and this, this is a grown, grown woman twerking, shaking her ass for his son on the live. So, there's no age restriction when it comes to just clicking on certain things. And even with age restriction, it's easy to get across that. You can, I used to lie all the time when I was little, when you go to certain websites and it says, enter if you're 18 or not, they don't ask you to come. Just click it. Like, network is yeah. like, there's no, there's, like, you can't hide nothing nowadays. Yeah, like there's no way. But nowadays, everything is out there. Like yeah. Tory Lanez, Tory Lanez is somebody that, um, we gave praise to at the beginning of this year because he, in my opinion, kind of, capitalized the most off of just this quarantine but even when you look at his live who knows how many little little boys was in his shit just excited to see that so when that's kind of constantly put up in these little these little boys faces when they grow up to men and when they grow up to be men and don't really have anyone to pull them away from what they're seeing and not necessarily just pull them away but give them a different set of knowledge like look that's okay for entertainment, but that's not reality. Right. Yeah. I think that I think that's the difference. People don't know how to separate entertainment reality. People don't know how to separate fantasy and reality. I have a friend that was doing the same quarantine and chill thing that was showing naked females doing a whole bunch of stuff. And it's like, once again, you don't know what little kids are on social media. There's kids that are like nine and have Instagram, you know? There's, you know, babies who are modeling on Instagram to get sponsorships and stuff, which is fine, but we still don't know what age is there on Instagram. You have kids that harmlessly post, like, you know, gamer videos on their Instagram and stuff. You know, you have so much kids that view things like that 
and in their mindset it's like oh this is what women do this is how women are this is how this is the entertainment that women bring and yeah. then it also climbs into the disrespect part where it's like you show a young boy at a young age something like that they take it basically their whole life and when they get older that's the interpretation that's their aspect of how women are and the whole thing is and I'm, I'm a firm believer um i don't care what anybody wears i don't care what you do as a profession i don't even care if you want to shake your ass on instagram you do you that's not my business it's yeah. more of there's a certain there's a certain thing that females tend to forget that when you do things like that especially when it's another man's instagram they're using you for entertainment. They're using you for the, those views. They're using you to gain that. If it wasn't for that, and if it wasn't for her shaking her ass, he wouldn't have those views. If it wasn't for you doing the crazy exotic things that you were doing alive in, in general, he wouldn't have those views. Once again, women have that power that, that those women gave the power to the men to have those views, now they're popping. But it's like a, it's like a devil's advocate, it's more like, you do what you want but also understand that you're also making it bad for the rest of the young woman you're making it bad for the rest of the older woman you're making it bad for the rest of the other women because now men are going to view us as if we're just entertainment we're just views we're just there for laughs we're just there for a shock factor because that's really what it is you want views on instagram you have to do something shocking yeah like and you kind of go out your way yeah, yeah. I, I was just going to interject and say this was makes the whole equality and the justice part actually harder, you know, because if you can't see each other on the same page, then it's just like, mm -hmm. you know, that, like you said, like, this is the, this is the cycle, you know, that's happening, you know, and it keeps on repeating itself. But what's going to be the, the big thing to stop it, you know? To, to be real, and this might look at something as, I guess, cliche or people gonna look at it like it's never really gonna happen but it's an honest answer if people like and i'm using myself for example i'm using a lot of people like us i think that's what it's gonna take and when i say us i mean um the perception people look at Lade and although he's not exactly what they think it's still a certain possession um perception the same same way with me i people perceive me to be a whole different way to what i really am but when it comes to just that perception, that perception, we need to lead it in the right way. And what I mean by that is a lot of women, a lot of women would do something. And once again, I'm not blaming. A lot of women would do something and the defense for it would be based on who the person is. Going back to Boosie Badass, rapper, famous. He was on his IG, I guess, giving away money or whatever. So for the women, that was the excuse, like, what is Boosie? That's not no regular dude. I, I. But you can't do that. And the reason why I say that is because going back to the to the little men, to the to the young men and women that's that's looking at that, not only are you gonna allow the young women to grow up thinking that this is what you do for a man that has a certain stature, has a certain level of fame and a certain amount of money, versus what you do for a man that will probably genuinely take care and love you in the same way for the young men they see that and think all right i need to have this i gotta walk this way i gotta talk this way i gotta dress this this way so i can have this type of woman yeah i think i i think the perception um has been has has been misled and misguided because right. i think for a guy they think that 
um, a young kid, you know, um, it still affects some guys. They think that success is equal to how many women they have, mm-hmm. you know, or how many, how many, how many girls they slept with. I think that is success for them or they want to get money so they can get the female rather than get the money so they can become the best version of themselves. And in all honesty, tied back to what I was saying, sorry to cut you off, what do you buy with money? Things, you buy objects, you buy literally anything in this world, basically you could buy with money. Why is it that men think that they need money to get women? Because women are viewed as objects. Women are viewed nothing more than just objects, as things, as like play toys, as something that's good for the moment and that's it. But, uh uh-huh. Just to play devil's advocate, but what a, what about the women who actually require that? Women who tell you, you need to make this amount of money to be with me. You need to buy this when I want it to be with me. Women like that are horrible. I, I, I've always said and I've always stand by it. Women like that are horrible. If my man is broke today and he's rich tomorrow, I'm going to still stand by him. If my man is taking the bus, I'm taking the bus. If he's in a whip, I'm in the whip. It doesn't matter what he's doing. It doesn't matter what, how, how much money that he has. I'm standing with him. We could be broke in a tent under the freaking train and I'm going to still be with him. It's the point is there's no, there shouldn't be a price on anything. There shouldn't be a price on women. There shouldn't be a price on men. There shouldn't be a price on a relationship at all. Because last time I checked, a relationship is not based on money. It's not based on love. It's based on happiness. It's based on how a person is treated. It's based yeah. on the connection that you have. It's not based on money at all. So the fact that men base it on that and women base it on it, it's horrible. Not only that, it's also, it's also crazy to me because I feel like a lot of women complain that, you know, we're viewed as objects, this and that, but you have such a high standard for men that it's like men nowadays struggle just like women do, mm-hmm. if not more, you know? Because once again, men have this perception that they have to be the man of the house. They have to do this. They have to have a certain uh, a certain status within their life. A lot of men also feel like if they have to have their life straightened out. There's a lot of women who, because they go through everyday crises and problems dealing with just sexism in general, a lot of females nowadays are just very self-made and driven. They're very self-made, self-driven. And that's because they feel like they don't want to depend on the man, which is absolutely, I applaud that all the way. Because I was the same way at some point. I felt like I needed to do what I had to do for myself. And if a man comes along, then that's fine. I still feel that they, I still feel that way to this day, but I personally feel like just because I am with somebody who does bring an income doesn't mean that I'm any less so. I feel like women kind of have to wake themselves up and understand that it's okay to not be there financially at some point. It's okay to not have everything figured out. I think women nowadays just want to rush their life and rush into having something because they know or they feel as if it makes them more than a woman. Yeah. I think it's the whole instant gratification kind of thing. You know, everybody wants their former success yesterday and don't want to and don't want to work on themselves so they can obtain it. You know, you kind of see it with um, you kind of see it with people who go viral on 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 social media and then they become they become rich. You see it with um people who have like OnlyFans pages and they're able to make a whole bunch of money you see with people who started like the um 
the pyramid schemes and stuff like that and they're able to get money so you see all these instant things that people do to get money so people are driven you know based upon what they see and not really what they believe inside so that's where the disconnect is is really coming from you know and you know um it's an awakening for women now to to be, become their own boss because they're seeing other women actually take the leadership so they're saying oh if if, if they can do it i can do it too you know I think and you, it's a beautiful thing i mean women need to see other women doing things like that i think it takes one woman for you to see on social media whether that be outside in public whether it be anywhere whether yeah. on tv it just even in the show even in the movie if it takes that one female for you to realize like yo she is doing what she needs to do for herself and herself only not anybody else and if i can follow that one person and if i do it then the next person can follow me it's like a cycle once again another a woman sees a woman being so successful successful in doing her own thing it follows along a lot of women nowadays should be like that i just wanted to bring up something because as we're talking it kind of just clicked in my head tied into just the sexism thing, tied into just the very big double standard that we face in society. I don't know if you guys seen it on social media. I mean, it was pretty big. The Shade Room posted it. Other, like, social media sites posted it and stuff. It was also a big thing on um, a couple of, like, uh, shows that they do interviews and stuff. T.I., you know, had made a comment saying that, you know, he actually takes his daughter to the guy room to check if her hymen was intact. Mm -hmm. And for me, you know, Hearing the audio, I knew he meant it as a joke based on how he said it. Anybody who hears it could be be like, all right, I know he didn't mean it as a joke, but to women, we're not going to take it as a joke. Because how, you know, if, if I was a young girl, if I was her age, because I think she's 18, if I'm not mistaken, now she is, um, I'm pretty sure she's 18, but how would anybody feel at 18 years old having their dad take them to the gyno to check if their hymen is intact, which in fact, once again, it ties into men don't seem to be a lot of, um, a lot educated in the form of female anatomy and what goes down with us, but your hymen could literally not be intact for anything. You could be doing gymnastics, your hymen's not intact. Doing splits, you know, your hymen could break, basically. It's like things like they said, you riding a bicycle will break your hymen. There's so many things that could break a female's hymen. It not necessarily has to be sex. So it's the fact that if her hymen wasn't intact, then what happened? Yeah, that would have been a big problem. And he got he got he got big um scrutiny. Yeah. It, you know. And I think I don't think he because you know hearing the interview he did also with uh um the girl's mom, it was more like her mom understood where he was coming from, but also understood what, where her daughter was coming from. And I think it tied down to when she, she said it on their show, she felt extremely embarrassed because her basically her history of her hymen was just out in the world and it shouldn't have been something that was said even if it was just a side comment joke it's something that shouldn't have been upset because me as a female i don't want my history of my hymen whether it be intact or not to be out there in the world especially as a celebrity he's a celebrity so that's a big part of it as well the fact that it was put out publicly yeah it's embarrassing it's like any i feel like any female who is going to go to the gyno with their father's going to feel embarrassed see this is the difference it's different if you are a single dad that has a daughter and your daughter doesn't feel comfortable enough going or she doesn't know where it's at that's different but to specifically ask the doctor and be like yo is her hymen intact it's more like 
I feel like you should be able to trust your kid enough to know. And if the per if your kid ends up lying, it's probably for a good reason because I feel like it's such an uncomfortable conversation to have with your parents whether you lost your virginity or not. I feel like for females, it's a lot more embarrassing. It's a lot more put on the spot than this for males because I feel like if you go to your dad and you're a male and you're like, yo, you, I lost my virginity, it's more like you kind of, well, the dad kind of praises them. It's more like, okay, as if it's for a young girl who just lost her virginity, it's more like a big thing. So I think it's like, I felt, uh, I felt uncomfortable with the whole conversation to begin with. And I think it was more, I think it was more funny how on, I think it was the view, if I'm not mistaken, that I think it was Whoopi Goldberg that was saying Hyman and one of her other castmates that was there was saying that, oh, people don't like when we say Hyman. It's supposedly, you know, not a word that we're supposed to be using and she's saying, well, why? It's what we have, it's a Hyman. It should be comfortable for anybody to say whether you're a male or female. It's yeah. the fact that even if that word is just uncomfortable to say, even if she's a female, that word is uncomfortable for a female to say. Why is that? It's because society has made that word uncomfortable to say. Society has made the whole thing with young girls' virginity an uncomfortable topic. It's something that people don't talk about because it's uncomfortable. But if we don't talk about those uncomfortable things, how do we expect it to change? How, how is a young father supposed to approach their young daughter of them losing their virginity if it's an uncomfortable topic? And that right there, I think, and I, I don't said this a million times, everything starts with a conversation. I want to say the proper conversation because I haven't, I haven't dived into that. I don't know the exact details of the conversation. I mean, I've seen the story like everybody else. My only, the reason why I ain't dive into it is because that's the father and his daughter. My only issue is the public view on it. The fact that it was done publicly because I, right. I know he's embarrassed and nobody wants to deal with that, man. Um, first and foremost, I just want to say thank you for being on the show. Thank you for, you know, diving into this with us. I'm gonna go through the definition one more time just so, you know, y'all can hopefully just kind of put whatever point you might've missed, you know, just tie everything together and really pay attention to the conversation that we had today. Prejudice, stereotyping, or discrimination typically against women on the basis of sex. Sexism in language is an offensive reminder of the way the culture sees women. Um, like Lade said in the beginning of the show, this isn't something that was planned. This isn't a direction that we, you know, sat down and consciously said, this is what we're going to do. It just happened to come that way because, you know, we, we speak on whatever issue is important to us. We don't hold back. We speak our minds on it. Rest in peace to Breonna Taylor. Rest in peace to Vanessa Guillen. I hope I said her last name correctly. I don't want to butcher the activist's last name, so I want to apologize for not saying it. But um, rest in peace to her, George Floyd, and just everybody that's been affected with everything that's going on. Um, yeah, man, I'm happy for the conversation we had today. The last thing I personally got to say is just, you know, Black Lives Matter always. Yeah, I think that, you know, this is a conversation that can be talked about for, for days, because you see we were getting hot, you know, you see that the topics were getting juicy. Um, we might do a part two. Um, just throwing it out there for you, so please stay tuned for that. Um, thank you to our mogul for being on our show. Let's give a round of applause. Thank you, thank you. We definitely, we we, we definitely appreciate her insight, we um, her perspective, on um, her knowledge 
on these issues. You know, maybe on the next episode, we'll talk about um, how guys should approach women and um, dissect into more of sexism often on a workplace. Once again, for any listener who, uh, who wants to listen and, um, and, and got educated. Um, um, to all the guys out there, please, 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 please respect the woman out there. You know, there's a right way to approach women and there's a wrong way to approach women. Remember that you want someone to treat your mother. That's how I go about things. How I want someone to treat my moms because I will go crazy if somebody do some crazy shit to my mother. Yeah, I was was just going to say that. We all have mothers. We all have grandmothers. Some of us have sisters. We have aunts, cousins, etc. And we all believe in karma, you know, because what, you know, happens to us, you know, um, definitely 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 comes out you know um you have any remarks anything that you want to leave the audience anything you want to you want to say i just want a lot of whether you're a young boy whether you're a father whether you're just chilling like whether you're just young in general i just need a lot of men boys whatever age that you are to just make sure that you teach your son teach your brother teach your cousins even teach your father if you have to just make sure that you teach other males in your life that you know women should be respected women should be treated a certain way and make sure that 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 message is just out there that's basically all right oh before we before we exit um is there anything that you're working on that you want to plug in right now anything you want to add some south zone to right now youtube channel instagram all that good stuff I mean, not really. I mean, my I mean, I uploaded, you know, my room thing, which obviously has changed. If anybody watches my videos, changed a lot. I meant to like, you know, do this, but I felt like there wasn't much change to the room besides the tapestry and the TV and stuff. So I'm hoping, hoping that in the next coming, I want to say month because I do have some people. Hopefully that I will end up posting another uh, recreation for a room because I have a couple people who have hit me up that wants me to just decorate and recreate their whole entire room. So hopefully that gets filmed and hopefully things go by because you know with COVID-19, things are a little delayed on shipping. So hoping everything just goes as well. Right, right, right. So we, we will have a Instagram and information in the description so you can tune in and check in on her. Please, please, please support very talented um, queen right here. <laughs> um, before we exit, we have a little thing we normally do. Um, Is it the song? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, you want to start it off, my friend? I don't know how it goes. I just I just know it's a song, though, because I watched the show. So I'm, I'd be damned. <laughs> just follow up. <laughs> just, just me and you going to do the snaps. Now they going to hit the note. You ready? I said, our peace, peace, tranquility. Roll up the weed and get high. I said, our peace, tranquility. Roll up the weed and get high. I said, our peace, tranquility. Roll up the weed and get high. Peace, tranquility. Roll up the weed and get high. Get high. Woo. Sir, yes, sir. That felt good. That felt good. That felt good. Yeah, I need a brand that. Yeah, soon, soon, soon. Oh, great episode, man. Love the energy. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate you, man. All right, everybody out there, please be safe. Please be safe. Um, 
protect the queens out there. That's all I have to say. <laughs> so that should be said, man. Protect the queens out there. Protect the queens, man. Mm. Appreciate y'all. We out of here.